Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fees. Everybody lies our house MD podcast. Uh, my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Uh, not too bad. How about yourself? Good. We've had a good time here uh, so far at Massive Late Fee and the network and, and all that stuff. Uh, it's It's been good. This, uh, the, I always hate the preamble to this. Uh, I never know what to say. But th- this episode of House is entitled DNR. DNR. Yeah, that's what it is, DNR. Um, and it's it's an in- interesting episode to me. Um, I think, who do you think this guy is supposed to be, John Henry Giles? Bradford Marcellus? Maybe, yeah. I mean, he's probably the most famous, like, you know, modern jazz musician. Yeah, that's or Winston that's my Marcellus, guess. one of the most. I think they both play horn instruments, but I think this guy plays a trumpet. Correct. What's weird is uh, there's there's a cameo, and I I had to double check um, at the very beginning of this episode. Brandy's in it for like you know five minutes. Oh, is that Brandy? That is Brandy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this episode starts uh, like the preamble, you know, where we find out who's sick. Uh, there's some uh, young musicians, like they're they're at a recording studio, and then this uh, legendary guy, John Henry, that they're really you know shocked is showing up, uh, shows up there, and he uh, starts to you know play some music for them. Then all of a sudden, his lungs seem to get really tight, and he starts collapsing, and seems to have difficulty breathing. Yep. Yeah, he uh, he starts having difficulty breathing, and then um, you know he basically says to to his. I don't know if she's a handler or, I mean, basically like his assistant. Uh, but he's like, um, you know, See, I, I can't thought breathe. they had a romantic connection, the the blonde lady. It seemed like it, th- there might have been something there, but he does he does later in the episode uh, kind of say like, you know, no nobody to come home to and, and stuff like that. So if they yeah. do, I think it's more casual. Sure. But yeah, so he uh, he says he can't breathe. And then, uh, you know, we go to the, the theme music and everything. And um, uh, next uh, we hear we're in the ER and House, uh, completely um, out of character, he goes up to Cuddy and says that he wants the case. Because he's, and this is the first time that we kind of get, we kind of see House's love of music. Uh, this will come up later, but he's, uh, you know, it, he, he loves medicine. Obviously he also loves, um, uh, music, uh, a lot. And Vicodin. Yeah. <laughs> Vicodin, that's true. But, uh, yeah, so he, he wants the case and, uh, we find out that Foreman's one of Foreman's old mentor, uh, is John Henry Giles is primary care physician and he has yeah, marty hamilton i believe is the name yeah he's he is um you know basically asked foreman if he can treat the pneumonia because you know they have a relationship and he's asking him basically he's a family. former mentor of foreman yeah and he's very adamant that um um he, he not be treated or tested for anything other than als because he's he's taking a long time to come to the diagnosis and he doesn't want, and it's such a fragile kind of diagnosis according to both, I think mm-hmm. house and uh, 
Foreman. Like from what they, I'm not very familiar with it, you know, in real life, but they seem to sound like it could almost is difficult to even detect. I'm not really, like I said, not very familiar with it. Yeah, it's um, so it's a a diagnosis of exclusion, as they say on the show. Basically, there's there are not many definitive tests for ALS. It's just kind of uh, when you see the, the symptoms, of symptoms, yeah, and, and they, you know, you rule, you rule a bunch of other stuff out. That's kind of how you, uh, you determine somebody, uh, somebody has it. Yeah, and House, for some reason, uh, just immediately decides that this guy doesn't have ALS. Well, House doesn't like it, and we'll find this out later too. Uh, House doesn't like uh, diagnoses of exclusion. He <laughs> he wants definitive proof. That it is whatever it is. Uh, ALS is never the answer to any of the uh, the diseases that anyone has throughout the course of the entire show. Um, but he and also uh, he has famous line is is it's not lupus. You know mm-hmm. that's another like you know like you said. Yep. Disease of exclusion. So yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And he he so he um you know he like like he said basically he's saying. Uh, you know, hey, this guy, you know, says he's ruled everything out. Uh, we haven't, though. You know, I want to, uh, I want to see. And we, we also kind of get, so there's a few things going on here. Uh, it's There's obviously an ego thing between uh, House and, and this other doctor. House wants to believe that he's the best uh, out there, the best of the best. And anytime somebody, you know, kind of challenges that, you know, he's, he's definitely spoiling for a fight. And he also, yeah. there is like caring caring about humanity uh of him of him in this because you know with his mind and everything if he really hated people as much as as he says he hates people he could he could have gone into research or or something like that and not had to deal with people at all uh but there's a couple lines in in here where it makes it clear you know he's like we, you know, this guy, because he says, he says it's a, it's a death sentence, ALS. And Foreman, almost like House, responds with, that doesn't mean it's wrong. But House just can't accept that. House is like, I'm not, I'm not giving up on this person's life, you know? Right. And also the fact that he is a, a great musician, which we see House listening to some of his albums later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that affects House's opinion, because I think in a selfish way, House also wants him to be able to make more music so we can yep. listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. We have Foreman, you know, kind of, you know, they go with the ALS thing. And then, uh, oh, also, I forget the name of the actor um, who plays John Henry, but he was in the Matrix movies in the second and third one. He was the, one of the other captains, the one who was competing with uh, Morpheus for the affections of his wife. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, he's been, he's I'll been, think of it I guess a he's second. been in a lot of other stuff. But, yeah, that's... Uh, that's who played the uh, John Henry. I, I like him. He's a good actor. Though the, I remember the woman that played his wife, or not his wife, but the the female. Uh, I think Cora is her name or something. She was uh, famously in Ghostbusters too. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's the uh, the one that she's like. Uh, you know, I think it's whatever, but I I can't be sure about that. You know, and like I don't know. She's she's a plays a weirdo in Ghostbusters too. Oh. Henry Len- or Harry Harry Lennox, that's his name. Harry Lennox. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he like, he tells Foreman, he's like, you know, I want to do not resuscitate. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to live with you know my life. Like, I want to be able to sign this order while I still can because mm-hmm. you know, if I'm doomed to die from this, then you know, just I don't want to be resuscitated. Yep, exactly. 
So uh, House says to uh, you know House says to to Foreman, he basically plants this idea in 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 his head, saying you know hey you know I don't think it's this you know uh, I I can't remember what disease he says that he thinks it is, but he says you know I if it was me if it was my case I would uh, I would use some IV I put some IVIG in there which is uh, intravenous immunoglobulin. It's basically like uh, uh, blood, uh, almost like blood doping, honestly, but it's, it's used uh, for, um, uh, you know, different uh, treatments for, for different things. Um, but anyway, so, uh, you know, Foreman kind of, he's like, he scoffs it off, but when he's uh, talking to the nurses do, the, doing the, uh, the actual treatment and everything, he tells uh, them to to put IVIG in, uh, but the IVIG treatment causes uh, John Henry to uh, stu- to uh, go into respiratory distress uh, because this can happen a lot. It's called slurry, uh, where it's basically using IVIG. You can be prone to blood clots. You can be prone to like uh, you know the slurry type stuff, which which kind of uh, can cause pleural effusions. Um, and that's kind of what's happening uh, because, you know, it's it's not, um, it wasn't the right treatment. And, you know, Foreman's like, you know, we did this to him, we're going to kill him. And basically they're all there, you know, the whole team except for House, and they just kind of sit around. And then House comes in and he's like, what are you guys doing? And, you know, Foreman explains what happened. And he's like, well, you know, he's not dead yet. And he go, he's like, you don't tube him. He's like, he's got a DNR. We can't do it. So House goes in and, and intubates him anyway. <laughs> Asks for a bag. No one hands him a bag. He, he grabs one uh, and, uh, you know, uh, basically saves his life, stabilizes his stats. And, you know, I think of this scene's really interesting because everyone's there. They could have stopped him. They could have physically stopped him from doing this. Foreman is the closest to him of anyone and he easily could have physically stopped him, but none of them do. And I think it's because they kind of, they kind of agree with it, even though they don't want to agree with it. They're kind of like, yeah, he shouldn't just have to die because we did this to him. Right. Yeah. Because like you said, it's not, I mean, it, it, I think does that, doesn't that prove that's not ALS when they, when that happened? Well, it, (sighs) I mean, it it can certainly indicate that it's not ALS when uh, when he has that response, but it's it's not definitive uh, for sure. Right. But yeah, so they they put him you know on the the tube, and then um, he gets sued by John Henry Giles because uh, you know he assaulted in charge with battery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he you know he had a DNR and everything. They uh, they they have to go to court because well he decides he wants to go to court because um the doctor's coming in Marty's coming in from California and they're gonna pull the plug and he's gonna right. John Henry's gonna die so House is like yeah, yeah I, I want to fight this yeah actually before this uh, we have to mention the uh, patient in the clinic this week. oh yes yes which was very it was very brief with no follow up but it was like a guy he was trying to like uh, get uh, Viagra. I guess he didn't know about Blue Chew. Yeah, time. seriously, he should have gotten some Blue Chew. Yeah, but um, so he had like a you know he, he like basically looked at him and could tell from like you know physical symptoms that he had diabetes. Mm-hmm. 
Because he's like, well, you might have you might have some kind of heart disease that those pills will kill you for, but you probably want to get checked out for this before that. But he still writes a, a prescription, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he, he literally just saved somebody from dying. I think this is after he literally saved the guy from dying. And then this one, he goes, hey, if you want to kill yourself, go ahead. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, because he says, he, he refers to his penis in the third person and says, you know, he's going on a trip and, you know, me and the little guy, we've got to, uh, we, you know, we got to have right. fun or, or whatever. And, yeah. This, how this is another. Yeah, go ahead. It, Another indication that, you know, the quality of a person does matter to him. Like, he's yeah. almost, in a small way, like a Hannibal Lecter type, where, like, you know, this musician whose music he loves, he's way more interested in keeping him alive than, like, you know, like you said, this kind of, like, a grown-up uh, frat boy, you know, who, uh, like you said, refers to his penis as the little guy. Yeah. No, that's definitely a good point. He, he certainly makes judgment calls about people, and that affects how much he wants to save their lives. Even babies sometimes. Yeah, yeah, even babies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, so, yeah, it basically says to the guy, you know, hey, if you have heart disease from your untreated diabetes, then, um, you know, this will probably kill you. Uh, you know, so he basically, basically puts it on him. He's like, hey, you should get your diabetes checked, and maybe you should, uh, you know, adjust your insulin or actually get on some insulin. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, so the guy... The yeah, guy... but he did this by, like, he saw, like, he had, like, no hair on his fingers, mm-hmm. and, like, there were some other, like, subtle physical symptoms that he, uh, yep. you know, he pulled up. And then, so that leads us to the courtroom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is a good setup for the courtroom. He, um, so they're in court, and the argument from the lawyer, which is, I mean, it's kind of an interesting argument, is that uh, John Henry can't be pulled from his, his uh, life support or else it would violate his Sixth Amendment right to face his accuser. Right, even the judge kind of remarks, he's like, oh, that's a good point. And we have to mention that House uh, is an asshole, so he keeps standing up every five seconds, you mm-hmm. know, to interrupt or ask a question when, you know, it's completely unnecessary. He just, you know, feels like he deserves special treatment, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, then, like, a, but then the defense counselor, uh, actually, I guess would it be the defense? I guess it would actually be the uh, plaintiff in this matter. Yeah. Yeah, um, but because it's a it's a civil order, I think they're doing mm-hmm. it's in like family court or something. Um, so yeah, like they, uh, he's like, well, you know, he, there's actually this has been argued that you know in this particular instance that doesn't apply. So they're going back and forth. And the house just kind of stands up and he goes, I'm gonna you know hold you in contempt of court again if you do this again. And the house goes, no, no, I just wanted to say, uh, do you have a history of heart disease in your family? Your your fingers look like they have some clubbing to them, and that can be a sign. I just want you to get checked out. You know, please, I'm sorry, interrupt. You know, he's kind of charms a judge a bit. Mm-hmm. And like in a really shocking, almost shocking twist, because the guy makes a very good argument. You know that you know this isn't you know this isn't allowed to you know you you can't use this as a defense for this particular reason, but nonetheless, the judge uh, you know. F- rules in a house's favor yeah yeah and, it, and then we find out that cuddy has when she hired house she set aside an additional seventy five thousand for legal fees yeah that's hilarious <laughs> I mean, so she's like she's not even a little bothered by this she's like yeah it's we we, we do it she's like you've so far you've come in under budget <laughs> <laughs> right that was pretty good so they uh they get a court order that says he can't be pulled from life support uh, Marty gets around that pretty easily though, where, um, you know, he's like, look, we're going to, we're going to pull the plug and, and house is like, you can't, I've got a court order that says, uh, you know, I have a right to face my accuser judge said so. 
And he's like, well, there's no accuser because all the charges have been dropped against you. Yeah, he thought that was pretty clever. So, uh, which oh, kind of shows, you know, that he, Marty is, is a little clever like Houses, too. Right, another point that I thought was funny was when House initially got the uh, a restraining order of 50 feet. Oh, yes. Yeah, he... Yeah, he had Chase, of course, Chase, who else, right. move him to the unit that was right above the uh, clinic. Yeah. Because he said technically it was within 50 feet. so he In any move. direction. <laughs> I just love how much he hates the clinic. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, Chase might as well just change his name to House's Bitch. Because he, he really is just his, like, gopher boy. He really is. Like, I'm surprised he didn't, like, you know, re-intimate re the uh, jazz music musician. Yeah, no kidding. So, uh, you know, as has been pointed out, uh, they you know, they put him on some medications and, and things like that before they were, you know, they were, like, pulled off of him, restrained from him. And, um, you know, because he thought maybe it was Wegner's uh, granulomas, uh, which is another autoimmune disease, uh, which, I mean, could kind of fit, I guess. But... You know, so they put him on, uh, on I believe it was uh, a steroids. They put him on steroids for that. And they put him on, a, you know, a few other things. So they go in there. They're going to pull the plug. Um, you know, they pull the plug, and he doesn't die. He's, uh, you know, he um, thinks he's going to die and everything, but he's, um, you know, he's holding his own. He's able to, to breathe on his own. And... They, uh, you know, they're not sure exactly what's going on. Uh, and um, House goes to leave and uh, he touches the guy's leg for whatever reason. I, I, I you know, it's sort it's so out of character. I almost think maybe it's like a test, like a Hail Mary that he doesn't want to admit, you know, that like maybe something. Yeah, that would changed. make sense. Uh, so. You know, the, the guy says to him, hey, you know, you touched my leg. I can feel it. So something they put him on is helping um, is helping, uh, you know, reverse his is uh, him being paralyzed. I guess we never really mentioned that, although we did say he had Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, you know, it's clear he's in a wheelchair at the beginning because he's he's paralyzed. He's been paralyzed from the uh, the waist down. Um, oh wait, the, actually this happens after they do the embolectomy. That's right. So he can't move his arm after the, like they take him out, they take him off the, uh, the life support and everything and he lives, but he can't move his right arm. They think that that's, uh, that that indicates that it's the ALS progressing, but house suggests that maybe the two aren't connected. And Cameron points out that he could have had a stroke, uh, while, you know, while he was being intubated. Because, you know, blood clots are, are common amongst, uh, you know, uh, patients that are immobile and uh, it can happen with the IVIG. Uh, so they don't want to do the medication because the medication can hurt the lungs. And, uh, you know, John Henry Giles is all about playing this, you know, his, his instrument. And if he can't do it, then, you know, he, does, he doesn't want to live anyway. So Foreman suggests that maybe they could do an embolectomy where they take the embolism right out of the brain uh, and either it works and he could get function of his arm back or it'll kill him, which, you know, as Foreman points out to, in his mind is a win-win. Yeah. Because he and house have a really interesting conversation um, yeah. about like, uh, he basically points out, you know, he realized at a certain point that house like really just loves medicine more than anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how he feels about music. He feels that 
if his lungs are collapsing and he won't be able to play the trumpet or I think it's a trumpet anymore than he yeah. it's it's he'd rather be dead than not be able to Yep, exactly. Yeah, he points out to says the house, you know, um you know, he like he he shows a lot of uh ability to to psychoanalyze, observe and and everything people where he talks about um you know, the no no wedding ring on your finger and and uh his obsessive nature and all this stuff and he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's like you know, you got one thing. He's like, you know what? You don't, um, you don't risk losing your career, going to jail to uh, save uh, the life of someone that doesn't want to be saved, unless you don't have anything else <laughs> in your life. And he's like, I know what it's like uh, because you know, I, same way with me for music. And he's like, um, you know, being that way makes us the best. It it makes us abnormal from everyone else and we lose out on on all the the other things that life has to offer like a wife like a family you know things like that um yeah. and he's like so you know you take this one thing away from me I, I don't care basically right so uh so yeah they they do the embolectomy it works his arm uh you know is healed and uh like i said you know house touches his leg and um it's uh you know it turns out that Something that they've done has, uh, has, uh, you know, start started making him better. Marty thinks that it's his treatment, the, the experimental treatment that he's been on for ALS, that it's somehow reversing the ALS, which would be, uh, mind boggling if that, if that was actually happening. Um, and house of course thinks that it's, it's his stuff because you know, that's, the timing of that makes sense because the show's not called Marty MD. Right. Exactly. So he says, let's take him off everything and you know, he'll get worse again. And then we'll start introducing things uh, one at a time and, and to figure out what it is, what, what we were putting him on that's making him better. And then that can help us figure out what's what he actually has. So right. and this whole I'm sorry no, this whole time uh, House and House and uh, Marty are kind of competing over Foreman. He offers yes. Foreman a job with him because you know he's Foreman is probably the best med student in the entire nation. He's like on the top team with like the top doctor, and mm-hmm. he's you know the best person on the team by far. Oh yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, Foreman could just like replace like House, and no one would blink an eye. Yeah, the the other two. I mean, Cameron, eventually we find out Cameron's a decent doctor at least, but, um, but they both look completely useless next to Foreman. Right. So he, uh, yeah, he, he offers him a job and he comes in, Foreman comes in and says, yeah, he offered me a job and Cameron points out, she's like, you already have the most prestigious fellowship in the country. And he goes, it's not a fellowship. It's a partnership. So like a, a partner in his medical practice, uh, right. three times the salary with a company car and all this shit. Um, and you know, they're and like, they swarm California. Yeah. And they're like, well, why didn't you take it? And he's like, Oh, I made a commitment here. You know, and everything. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you I know, I feel like he bets at, to himself that if like, uh, if Marty's, you know, treatment wins, mm-hmm. then he'll go with him. Cause he really, he, to him, the, to his eyes, these are the, Two best doctors he knows. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they both point out, they, they give a little bit more about their character here because, you know, he says, oh, you wouldn't, you know, you'd take it. And um, Chase says, I don't need the money because he comes from a, a rich family. We, we learn a, a more about that later. 
But um, so he comes from a rich family, doesn't need the money at all. And um, Cameron says, I'm not like you. I don't hate house, which, uh, you know, we explore that a little bit more too later. But um, so he's yeah, he's thinking about it. And like I said, I think I think you're right, because House says to him later, he says, which do you think he's a better doctor than me? And uh, Foreman's like, what is this about your ego? And he goes, no, if you think he's a better doctor, then you should go with him. If you don't, then you should stay here. Basically, House says exactly kind of what you were saying, like whoever's right, uh, that's where you should stay. And that is what Foreman ultimately wants is to be with the better doctor. Yeah, that's kind of a, a nice touch for House because he, he, you know, you wouldn't think he would care, but I think I, I don't, I really feel he genuinely cares. Oh yeah, about you know Foreman because he really likes him because he is like a younger, you know, less you know acerbic version of himself. Yep, absolutely. And so he's like, you know, he he wants him to do well, but you know, he he obviously still thinks he's in the right. And again, this is House MD, not Marty MD, so he of course is correct. So he's talking. House is talking with Wilson later, and Marty comes in. And says, um, you know, he says, uh, hey, I need to know what uh, medications uh, you had John on. And yeah, yeah, they were sneakily like removing them. They weren't telling Marty about this. Right. But he was clever enough again to kind of figure it out himself. So he's like, um, you know, he, he says something about house or about Foreman. I mean, and he's like, uh, you know, how'd you know it uh, that uh, I offered him a job? And he goes, you're a well-meaning twit, but you're not an idiot. And um, basically saying, like, you you can see the talent that Foreman has. So, of course, you'd want him. Um, and, uh, you know, he, uh, he fi- House finally figures out. He's like, he's like, you're not an idiot. You, you need to know what we had him on because he's gotten worse. And he has gotten worse. So they put him on the, I believe they put him on the steroids first again. And, uh, you know, things have started to change. So he says, you know, go ahead and get him, put him in uh, an MRI, get another MRI, because something's obviously different. So they give him an MRI and they find a, um, uh, in, uh, what is it, an AVM. Um, and that's like a, a, like a tumor, basically, that's uh, pushing on the spine. And that's causing the, um, that's causing the, uh, paralysis, the paralysis, right. Um, and if they remove it, it's not like a, yeah, is it, is it like a, mal- a malformation? Is that what that is? Or is it like you said, is it like a, a abnormal growth? Well, it's a, so AVM stands for, um, uh, uh arterial venous malformation. Um, you basically it's, um, you know, it usually occurs in the brain or the spinal cord, but it's a, a web, like a, like a, a mass of arteries and veins, um, that are connected to like, uh, fistulas. So it's, it's, uh. it's a bit like a tumor, but it's, it's basically, it's basically a tumor that's made up of blood vessels all kind of uh. wrapped around each other. Um, Yikes. yeah. So if they remove it, you know, obviously he'll be able to walk again. Uh, that's the theory anyway. And they, you know, they didn't see it before. Marty's scans didn't find it. They didn't know why, but they figure out, well, we gave him steroids, which steroids are anti-inflammatory medications. So it reduced the inflammation uh, that the AVM was causing around his spinal cord, which allowed them to see it because the 
the AVM was hiding in its own swelling, which is a pretty, a pretty, you know, that, that can happen. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely within the realm of possibility. It's a, it's a fun little, um, you know, little thing to, uh, to explain why it wasn't, um, noticed before. Cause, cause on a normal sure. scan, usually this would be caught right away. Sure. But, um, yeah, they, 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 you know, do the surgery. He mm-hmm. doesn't die. Um, they kind of like show a time elapse here. Like yeah. they show like him like getting physical therapy. They don't say how long it is. I'm sure it's a while. Oh yeah, it would have to be. Yeah. Then he and House are walking out both on canes. Then uh, John Henry goes, "You know, I bet you were kind of like an asshole before you like hurt your leg." And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He sees him shaking some pills too, and he says, uh, "Hey, uh, you know how many of those pills you taken uh, every day?" And House says, this is a really good scene between the two of them, too. House says, I'm in pain. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, aren't we all? You know, kind of basically saying, like, yeah, your problem might not be the leg as much as it is everything else. Great. And he gives him his trumpet and says, you know, here, I want you to have this. Um, You know, you can sell it if you want to, but I just don't don't play it. (laughs) Right. And uh, and then he uh, yeah, he walks off and the, and that's basically the the end of the episode. But um, yeah, I, th- I like this one quite a bit. I think um, I think the guy uh, I can't remember his name anymore. Stenick that plays uh, that plays John Henry Giles. I think he's he's very good with Hugh Laurie uh, with Hugh Laurie's house. I think they're they're good together, kind of going back and forth. He's also a real strong personality. And uh, I like the interplay between uh, between the two of them. Yeah, I like them both. There's a lot of good, fun acting in this one. Uh, good episode. I liked it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's, uh, again, another kind of standard uh, episode. We're getting close to uh, a, like, a, a multi, a multi-arc, uh, or I think, I think almost the rest of the season arc. Uh, coming up pretty soon. I can't remember exactly uh, what episode it is, but uh, where we have a a new character that's going to be uh, going to be coming in. So I'm kind of excited about that. But this is uh, you know the show has definitely hit its stride. It's uh, kind of running on on all cylinders now, and things are are going to get shaken up pretty soon. So that that will be interesting. Nice. But yeah, that is our episode for the week. Uh, as always, you know, tell a friend uh, if you enjoy the episodes, and uh, you know, if you like House, uh, you should like this. I would think. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, we will uh, see you next time. Bye. See you next time.